0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first ever Bears Review Podcast. My name is Tyler Flesh. I'm joined by my father, Brian Flesh. How's it going, everybody? So just to fill everyone in, uh, what we're going to do is we are very passionate about the Chicago Bears, so we are going to review it in a leisurely way. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, what we want to try to do with this podcast is just You know, talk about the Bears, break down what we think, what we're going to do, is basically after each game, and after a bowl of chili and a few beers, and when the game's over, we're going to take a little notes, and we're just going to break it down literally right after it happens. So you're going to get the hot takes, and we're either going to seem like geniuses afterwards or complete idiots. So that's what we're going to do each week, and uh, you know... Maybe if we get more successful, we'll let you know. We'll release a podcast before the game previewing it. But basically, if you're tuning in, it's going to be all bears. If you're a Packers fan, feel free to listen to what success sounds like. So we'll go from there. Now, um, we're going to talk right now about the offseason, man. What a crazy offseason it has been. Very yeah. mediocre to start, but finished very strong.
1: Ah, oh, it has just been an unbelievable off season. It's hard to believe our Bears have made some of these moves.
0: Yeah. Um, what is surprising though is we're just going to start. Uh, I'm not a fan, and I've said it before. I'm not a fan of Ryan Pace. I have not been a fan of his for quite some time. Uh huh. I think, uh, to me, what turned me off about Ryan Pace is his first move is to hire a aging, dwindling, the game has passed him by John Fox as his first hire.
1: That was a terrible hire. He is a geriatric coach who needs to be in a nursing home and <laughs> uh, just really hope that he's found a nursing home
0: that better fits some
1: of his talents, Tyler. Well, we-
0: well, my biggest thing and concern was, right, Dad, when he came to the Bears, he was from Denver, and, yeah, Denver was fine. Denver was all Peyton Manning. It was not John Fox. He took a conservative approach by hiring a conservative coach, and I think his idea, and you correct me if I'm wrong, my idea of what he wanted to do was get a safe coach, and I'll let me build some picks – and let my picks prove to do the talking. But the picks didn't really do the talking to me anyway. What no. about you? No, they didn't do the talking at all. I, You know, a lot of
1: people are going to be high on Ryan Pace right now as they hear this podcast because of the
0: Cleo Mack deal. Yeah, I want to let people know we're recording this right now on a Saturday. We kick off the NFL season tomorrow, so this isn't... This is fresh. This is real. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and you're going to hear just two guys
1: talking passionately about how we feel about our Bears. And you know what? Take it or leave well, it.
0: Well, let's, let's start with that. Um, let's just go into it real quick. Uh, this year's draft, how do you, you feel we did? You know, this year's draft, it's so hard to really
1: pick... Um, how we did. I love the first pick of the draft. Roquan Smith thought he was a fantastic pick. Um, we've seen flashes of brilliance in the preseason, if you can call preseason and brilliance,
0: if you can hmm, put you those can, together. Yeah, you can't.
1: Um, but, you know, really, I like what I've seen from Anthony Miller. I like some well, of let's what go I've to what, seen well,
0: Hold on. We're jumping the gun okay, here. Let's, all right. let's let people know who is not... For our first pick we went Roquan Smith linebacker Georgia we all we both agree that's not that bad of a pick I think it's a good pick so then we go James Daniels now this is was an interesting pick when it happened I thought that means since Cody Whitehair originally played guard we would kick Cody out to guard and this guy would be our center but it doesn't seem that that's gonna happen and that Cody Whitehair staying guard I think uh Daniels
1: was out of Iowa, and they saw him as a flex player that could play both positions. Like you, Tyler, I thought that that might happen, your scenario. But I think right now it's a little bit of a a mystery in terms of how this is going to play out long term.
0: Yeah, so we'll have to wait and see. Now, here's another second-round pick that not just us Bears fans are high on, is a lot of people, which is weird because... One reason we did do this podcast, everyone knows who's a Bears fan. There's East Coast, West Coast bias, and the Bears always get lost in the middle. But everyone's talking about our second-round pick at the 51st overall pick, Anthony Miller, wide receiver, Memphis. I love this pick. I tell you what, he passes the eye test.
1: When you watch this kid run routes, when you watch how he catches the ball, how he positions his body – I am really excited about this pick and, and think it might really be one of the best picks Pace has had.
0: Yeah, and then from there we lose picks. We go 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, which is fine. We're not going to bore everyone and talk about those. Those are our main picks. What I do want to get back to, though, we're coming full circle here, is with Ryan Pace, the first ever pick. We sat here and we watched the draft we sat here, we looked at Ryan Pace, and we shook our head. Why do you take a guy, Kevin White, with the number 7th overall pick in the draft, who is chronically injured? Yes, he's fast, but I've said this since the beginning. I don't care about the Combine. I think the Combine's a load of shit, because when people play in the Combine, it's, it's staged. It's as staged as it come. These kids are practicing these drills. Guess what? You can't stage an NFL game. Look at the game tape. Well, guess what? There's not much game tape on Kevin White because he's constantly hurt. And he missed his first year with us. Then he goes down again. I know what people are thinking. Oh, it's easy to say that in hindsight. Well, guess what? I said it before I had hindsight. And you know, Tyler, I
1: am sick of tire- tired of hearing these people say, you know, this kid's got lots of potential. Do you know what potential means to me? Potential means nothing to me. There are a ton of NFL athletes that have walked down the road of potential and we have never, ever seen their faces again. We need
0: to see people healthy on the field and Kevin White has been neither. Well, and then, so after that, he gets in the second round, Eddie Goldman. Eddie Goldman just signed a new deal. I'm okay with that. I don't think he's done much. We'll see. Uh, but we got a keem Nix. Listen, I'm not going to go through all the draft picks. Let's just touch on a few. Jeremy Langford was good, then busted. Leonard Floyd looking good. Cody Whitehair, very good. I Very durable. Uh, let's talk about the main one that drove me crazy and the big one that is banking Ryan Pace's career is Mitchell Trubisky. And if I I personally did not like the pick, and I'll tell you why. Uh it's nothing against Trubisky. I think he has barely played in North Carolina. That's always a risk. There's a Tannehill factor involved in all of this. But on top of that, you gave away so much to trade up one spot to the 49ers. what are you doing he's gonna be there
1: he was gonna be there i i don't get that either i i think you and i both saw that as um what are you doing and and then others in the nfl community we were really puzzled because they described that as what a brilliant
0: move (laughs)
1: we brilliant
0: for the 49ers and John Lynch. Yeah. Yeah. He was grinning his teeth like, wow, you want to move that far up for this guy and this pick? Okay. Okay. I believe,
1: I believe Lynch even said later on that they
0: weren't necessarily looking at him. No, they they weren't. They didn't even have him on their first round board. Yeah. So that, that, that's kind of how we're looking at Ryan Pace. I'm not that big of a fan. Um, but you know what? Let's give credit where credit is due. He pulled a rabbit out of his hat on <laughs> right before the season started. The Oakland Raiders did not want to pay Khalil Mack, and guess what? Well, I think, in my opinion, what we gave up, I'd do it all over again for Khalil Mack. I think he's going to pan out. You know where you're getting. How many of us Bear fans woke up on Saturday morning
1: and really, really were like shocked right out of our socks when they heard the news? I don't think I could talk for about two minutes when I saw it come over my phone. It was unbelievable.
0: Yeah, it was. It was crazy. And the part is that a lot of people don't understand. They're like, "Well, you know, you gave around first round picks. Not a lot of our first round picks have even panned out. We've already said Kevin White has not panned out at all. Uh, Leonard Floyd's getting there. Trubisky's getting there." Uh, Leonard Floyd was 2016, Trubisky 2017, and then our latest first-round pick, Roquan Smith. So we'll see what kind of careers they have, but you're getting a man that is a beast. He is proven. He is ready to roll. We paid him six years, $141 million. What was it, $90 million guaranteed? Yeah, something like that. 60 on signing? I mean, okay. it was insane. Uh, here's some stats for you, though. If you take a defensive lineman in the first round, you're looking at a 58% chance that they're going to pan out, that they're going to be successful. So I think we already have 100% chance that he's going to be successful. And I'm not trying to jump the gun. This is his fifth year in the league. He's yeah. going into his fifth year with the it, Bears. It's not like you're hu- you
1: you are you've taken a first rounder and you're wondering, hey, can they repeat in the NFL what they did in college? This is a tried-and-true pass rusher, puts pressure on the quarterback consistently, beast. and he is absolutely a beast. Yeah, he's and, great. and I think we have a known quantity, and I give Pace credit for going out there and really, really giving him uh, and our Bears the opportunity to make this team better.
0: Look, credit, give credit where credit's due, and obviously credit is due for Ryan Pace. On that one, in my opinion. Now, on, I mean, (laughs) there's certain things, though, that also piss me off about what he does. One, Kyle Fuller, we get him in the first round. Now, it wasn't Pace's pick. I want to make that very clear. Pace did not pick Kyle Fuller. Pace was not going to sign Kyle Fuller. And then all of a sudden come the Green Bay Packers with an offer, and then Pace goes, oh, shit, if our competitors want him, we better get him too. So it takes our competitors to pull one over on us, and then we sign him. This this is a seventh-grade move. Remember in seventh grade, Tyler, when you really liked the
1: girl, and uh, but you didn't invite her to the prom, and then your best friend invites her to a prom, and all of a sudden she looks real good? You want what you can't have. Yeah, absolutely and that's exactly what occurred we let him go we tested the market we found out the market was high on him and there we go yeah we, it took all that for ryan pace to go hey this guy can play yeah and well, i think my competitor is just about to pull him out from under <laughs> us we thought that was we, one of the stupidest moves we've seen a bear gm do in quite some time Well, can we can we just talk about our backfield for a
0: second we don't have a jalen ramsey You're kidding me. No, we don't. So our Jalen Ramsey is our Kyle Fuller at the moment, and we were going to let him walk out the door until our competitors basically bid us up. That's what they did. We were in an auction, and they bid us up. We could have got it probably for a little cheaper, but we decided, hey, Green Bay wants him for this much. We'll pay him a little more so he sticks around. So basically, we had an auction with ourselves. Yeah. We lost. We lost. Completely lost. I mean, those are the kind of things, though, that tick me off about Ryan Pace. They're, they're, you know, he does do some good. I got to give it up. This is a huge trade, you know, for Khalil Mack to Khalil Mack. This is huge for us. Uh, we're not normally in that kind of market. We like to build from the draft. We like to collect free agents. You know, we're not one to go out and trade for someone in their prime, and we did, so, you know, we'll have to see. Yeah, I think a little later in the show, we're going to really talk about
1: has the Khalil Mack trade really impacted what we think are going to be wins and losses this year for the Bears?
0: Yeah, and we're going to break down our whole schedule, and uh, they we had, we actually had to redo it because once that trade happened, that, that he's that much of a game-changer. Absolutely. I mean, you get that much pressure on a quarterback consistently. And we also have some, I mean, this Bears defense can be top five. Easy. Oh. I mean, that's my opinion. If Roquan Smith can pan out, you already have Floyd on the other side. Now, granted, he does have a broken hand, correct? Correct. So he's going to be wearing a hat cast. But, you know, hell, I mean, Hakeem Nicks, the big boy, down low, eating him up. Yeah.
1: And, and for this upcoming Sunday night, I believe the, the place that Mac is usually lined up on, he's across from Brian Beluga. You guys remember that name? Is it Balaga? Beluga? Oh. Beluga? Balaga?
0: It doesn't matter. It all it? sounds like baloney to me. Yeah, they're Packers, so it doesn't really matter. That's right. So um we'll go back to uh, let's let's go back to that. Let's talk about the, the game coming up. That's what we're all here for. Um now this show is gonna be biased, obviously. It's the Bears. But we're also realistic. We're not we're not homers to the point where you want to tune out because you're like god they can the bears can not do anything wrong. No. We understand. We've been Bears fans. We do wrong a lot. A lot of times. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, you're not going to hear a score of Bears 100 Packers 0 here.
0: No, and you're not also going to tune in and say, "Hey, what's the record like this year? Uh have you heard of 16 and 0?" We're not doing that either. Let's uh since Cleo Mac has happened, let's go through. Let's talk about, we, we both have a schedule. We both have not talked about our schedule, correct?
1: Correct. We wanted this to be a complete surprise, so you may hear some arguments here.
0: Yeah. Well, let's start week one. I'll go first. I'll, I'll give my result, and then you give yours. Week one, Chicago at Green Bay. I have a loss. I have a loss, too, but I think it's going to be closer than what some people believe. You know, it's going to be interesting. We have, you know, we have Trubisky. We have a new coach in Matt Nagy who we didn't even talk about yet. I really like. I think it's a good pick. He's going to bring this offense that we haven't even seen that no one's seen. So, you know, let's see if this can pan out. Hey, our offense should be on a milk carton no one has seen it yet <laughs> missing wow that reference is dated <laughs> that is a dated reference so for those people listening at home look up missing milk carton you'll 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 figure out his he's a little older so the references might be get lost i think we should use the word well seasoned well seasoned we'll go with that uh week two we're at seattle No, we're at... Sorry. No. We are home hosting Seattle Monday Night Football. I have a win. I have a win, too. They're not the same. Seattle's beat up. I say win. Let's go on to Arizona at Arizona. Chicago at Arizona. I got us winning. I do, too.
1: Sam Bradford should be
0: hurt by then. (laughs) Sam. Wait, he's not hurt already? Didn't preseason start? (laughs) So then uh, week four... Um, this is big, okay, we play Tampa Bay and we play them in Chicago and Tampa Bay whooped our ass last year. No, it, yeah, was yeah, it was yeah. last year. It yeah, was they bad. Did. It was really bad. See, I don't even know when it was because I'm trying to erase it from my mind. and then they went on and had a joke of a season. they this is for me, I know it's. it used to be a divisional game. It's not a divisional game, but I want to win. Remember, look who comes back for the
1: first game of the year. Winston is going to—is is this not the
0: first game he's going to play after suspension? I don't care if he's on the field, off the field. I want to annihilate these guys, so I have that down as a win. I do, too.
1: That means, Tyler, we both have our team going into the bye
0: at three and one. They should be. I don't see any real... I think Seattle would be the hardest one out of those three. So, we're into the bye week, right? Okay, that's over. We're going to win that. We always win our bye week. (laughs) (laughs) Then we go to Miami. I think Miami's lost too much. I got to set it to win. Yeah. You know,
1: Miami has just struggled and struggled. I don't care for their running back situation. I think they've got a lot of pieces at the wide receiver level that are a real question mark. Um, Yeah, I got a win also.
0: But then it gets a little harder. Oh, yes. New England comes up to Chicago, and they still have a man at the helm by the name of Tom Brady. So I have a loss. We do not have a good record against Belichick and Brady. No, no.
1: Uh, Bill Belichick seems to own our Chicago Bears. Whenever he gets together um, with us on the field, he knows exactly how we're going to call the game. It's almost as if he's got our playbook. The goat is there. He's just, regardless of whether you love him or hate him, he is a
0: doggone good quarterback. Yeah, love or hate doesn't change your record. So No, it doesn't. Okay, and then we go to the Jets, who are probably, in my opinion, going to have next year's first round pick. So with that being said, I got us winning. I also have us winning. I cannot believe that we have the same
1: schedule and the same score of that schedule looking at it right now. I think the Jets, it's a team going in the wrong direction right now. Uh, they've got
0: uh, we don't really have to elaborate yeah. on it. It's yeah. the Jets. Jets. Yep. So back to then we can go to at Buffalo. Win. Win. Absolutely. Buffalo's a mess. Yeah, the only thing they got is chicken wings. Those are good. Yeah, that's about the only thing in Buffalo that's good. And then we go to Detroit. Now, this worries me. It's late in the year. It's Detroit. It's Thanksgiving. We're playing on Thanksgiving. I feel like Detroit has a lot of problems and they don't have a lot of answers. I have us winning. I also have us winning. I can't
1: stand the kitty cats. I hope that we serve them a feast on
0: Thanksgiving. So then we go and we are home to Minnesota. With Minnesota, man, hadn't Kirk Cousins hurt? It sunk my heart. It hurt. I don't care. If you don't think Kurt Cousins is good, go to NFL.com, log in. Look at his stats, guys. He's throwing for over 4,000 yards. We haven't had a Bears quarterback do that forever. He's surrounded by a great team. He took less money to go here. I mean, I'm not going to just jump on the Minnesota bandwagon, but I'm saying we're going to take a loss Yeah, in that that, game.
1: that defense is is so stout. They've got so many weapons and digs and others. I I think it's going to be tough for us to hang in there. I also have a loss.
0: Then we go to Detroit again. Now, I have a sweep in Detroit. We go to Detroit. I messed up, actually, November 11th. Let's rewind the game clock. I said that was Thanksgiving. Whoa, way ahead. No, we are home November 11th to Detroit. So, I had us a win there. And then on Thanksgiving, November twenty second, I have us winning. I have us sweeping the Lions this year.
1: I don't. I I have us taking a loss on that game. Um, I just don't don't know if that is uh, going to turn out as a win. And I was I was on the edge on this one, but I I, I have an L down there.
0: Okay. Um. Back then we go to New Jersey. Not New York, because they technically play New Jersey. And we play the Giants. God, we play both New York Jets and New York Giants. And guess what? I got us beaten both. Really? I got us down for a loss there. Who's going to quarterback? Eli Manning's better than many people think he is. But is he... But, you know, is the confidence there now? Is... What's going on? He's got Beckham back. He's got a lot of tools. And he's got...
1: Saquon Barkley's got a run game. Didn't have a run game last year.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, we'll see. Okay, and then we go to the Rams. Or the Rams come to us. Sorry, we are home to the Rams. I have a loss. I
1: also have this as a loss. Once again, I think they've got a whole lot of weapons. They've got an outstanding defense. I just don't think our Bears are up to that kind of caliber of football. Hope they surprise me. December. prove wrong.
0: All right, let's move on. December 16th, Green Bay loss again. I have us getting swept by Green Bay. I don't. I have us getting a win at home. Where are you banking Aaron
1: Rodgers I'm, is hurt by the 16th of I, December? Absolutely. I'm hoping that uh, uh, he comes in with a broken wing, and uh, I think we take the win.
0: San Francisco. We go to San Francisco. I say win. I've got it. Win. And then I, the last game, December thirtieth at Minnesota, I have us a loss. I think we get swept by the Vikings. I'm with you. So that puts me at nine and
1: eight for the Bears on the on the year. I'm at ten and six. You're at ten and six. Ten and six. Wow. But I'm not... usually the optimist, and you're you're actually um, racking up more wins for my Bears.
0: Yeah, and than you, know I am. What, you know what's a fun part we're going to keep these papers we're going to hold on to them and we're going to fill in what the actual results are and we are not afraid to eat crow on this program in fact we're probably going to be eating a lot of it because we're not really Notre Dame's that's right so with all that being said now you know we've we got through the season we Talked about preseason. We've done all that. Let's talk about Sunday. This is when it comes down. I can't wait. Sunday night football in Lambeau. Packers have lost Jordy Nelson. He's gone. They shipped him off. The problem with the Packers, though, and playing the Packers is, is it a plus for Jordy Nelson to be gone? Yeah, it's a plus. But guess what? Aaron Rodgers can make anyone look good. He's been doing it for years for Randall Cobb. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> just because we're, just because we're bear fans, and
1: at one level we hate Rodgers because he's owned us over the years. At, at another level, you got to have some respect for the guy. He he is a great quarterback, and he knows where to put the ball, and he seems to know where our Achilles' heel is at on our defense. What will be interesting Sunday night is we are not the same Bears on defense that he's always seen. Be interesting to see how many plays. Khalil Mack will be on the field for Tyler. What do you think they're going to have they They say they're
0: going to have him on account. 20, they're saying 20. I don't buy it. I think he plays a lot. I think he plays a lot more. I think uh, I don't think the scheme changes that much. Vic Flagio is very good at he just he knows what he wants to do and he's going to coach him up and I think we're going to be ready to go. Um, my. I don't know. What's your biggest concern going in? think my biggest concern going in is the offense i i've not
1: seen one ball go from uh trubisky to robinson um we haven't seen gabriel on the field uh i i just i just have not seen all the pieces together we've seen uh white catch a preseason touchdown what does that really mean i don't know And we've seen
0: that's the only touchdown he's going to get in (laughs) his career. You know, I really, I tell you,
1: even though Tyler and I are really not happy with that uh, pick for White, um, I want to be clear for our listeners that this is a guy that it would be all right with Tyler and I if he just broke loose this year and did a great job for the Bears.
0: But let's be practical; he's not. He's going to get hurt again. He's a walking China doll. Like he's not. I mean, it, seriously, the wind blows, he hurts. Oh, I know it. I know it. And you've got every right so, so to what, that opinion. So then Anthony Miller has to step in, right? He Anthony's does. He's probably going to be your second. Another thing we didn't talk about with Ryan Pace, I am a little concerned about Alan Robinson. Okay, he's a great player. He just tore his ACL. We got him from Jacksonville. He's coming. I hope he's ready. Yeah, because he's he's what we need. We yeah. we need him more than anybody else on the offense to step up. I mean, we oh. you already got your Bruiser in Jordan Howard. You got your runner in uh, Tariq Cohen, who I would like to see a lot of them both on the field at the same time. Oh, absolutely. I was, but I think he needs to step up. He has to step up. He absolutely. If if he doesn't step up this year, we are then
1: relying on the same old strategies that we have in the past, we've got to have a number one receiver. When we've had number one receivers and they've been consistently
0: targeted by our QB, that has equaled success. So, that, that I mean, I think that needs to be stepped up. I think it's going to be interesting to see. I think our offense is uh, going to be, I'm with you, I'm nervous, but you know what? If we haven't seen the offense, that means Green Bay hasn't either. So, who knows? I'm hoping for a Sunday night shocker. I am too. I'm hoping that we come in and we establish ourselves. But, you know, let's play devil's advocate. What does it mean for Chicago if we get blown out to the Packers week one?
1: Well, I think um, there are some people out there that would be saying, we've made the wrong moves, we've made the wrong decisions. Do you, the hit, the panic- sinking. Do you hit
0: the panic button? I think it's a little too early to hit the panic button on game one. But do, you, do you just if, caress the panic button? Do you just do you just put your hand over it and just kind of rub it a little bit? Yeah. You, you're, yeah. you're, you're,
1: you might say a, a few sweet words to the panic button. But you don't push but it. But you don't push it yet. You don't push you're, it. You're so really close. you just close. caress? You caress and say some sweet words to it, uh, and you hope that week two that you'll be treating that panic button in a much different fashion.
0: And I, you know, and I think we will. I think... Uh, Listen, Rodgers is still Rodgers. I mean, it doesn't even matter. Green Bay's Green Bay. They play us well at home. They always have. I mean, unless we get that lucky Shea McClellan tackle to the collarbone of Aaron Rodgers again somehow. Yeah. What
1: do you think? It's Ty- going to be hard. Tyler, what do you think of, you know, there's been a lot of talk about Nagy and this new offense, and um, though I though I'm hoping to see lots of – uh, up-tempo, lots of, of different plays, uh, mixing things up, because John Fox was the opposite of mixing things up.
0: I think we need to be aggressive. I think if we're on the goal line and it's fourth and one, I don't care if we're up 10 to three. You pound that ball in. Absolutely. Here's the thing. You think Rodgers is going to let up? No, he's not. But that the biggest problem... I think we need to be more aggressive on offense, period. We need to be more aggressive. He can't score if he doesn't have the ball. Okay, I'm, I we have a great back in Jordan Howard. Very excited to see Jordan back. Yeah, That, that, that again, props hey. to Pace. Got him way late in the draft. This kid's becoming a stud. You have Tariq Cohen, who I'm going to be honest with Tariq. I don't know. I don't know about Tariq. I don't know. He's fast. He's this. He's that. He needs to produce more, I think, this year for me. Yeah, a lot of of fans thought that Tariq
1: was underutilized in the old offense. And I think Nagy will find some ways of actually maybe even putting Tariq in the slot, putting him out wide sometimes. I think there are going to be some interesting formations that we might see this
0: year. And then... Yeah, and then another big question is Trubisky. We're going to find out this year if he can play or not. Yeah, this is this is his prove-it year. We Here's my biggest thing, though. We cannot do this all over again like the Jay Cutler experiment. Oh, please. Where it's like, well, he just needs more weapons. Oh, he just needs this. Can we say right now, right now, definitively, that Trubisky has enough weapons around him to make him good this year. Can Absolutely. we say that definitively?
1: Absolutely. I think we can say that he's got all the foundational tools he needs to be a success at the NFL level. Now, here's the thing. There are probably people out there listening to us right now that are saying, hey, take it easy, you guys. This is the first year of this offense. They have to grow into the
0: offense. What do you say to that? I say bullshit. <laughs> They've had all off season. Everyone's focused. You know, we we can't take baby steps anymore. What's with this weaning? I feel like with Chicago, all we do is we wean quarterbacks and we we treat them and we we swaddle them and it's okay. It's your first year. No, Trubisky's played. He's had snaps. He's a veteran now. All oh, your job. This is your job. This is what people don't understand. Well, we're put in forty hours a week. These guys are, too, on the field. They should be ready to go. They should be ready to play. That's I'm plain and simple. We hired Nagy early. Trubisky met with Nagy early. Trubisky has been doing and saying everything to the T right on cue.
1: So you guys heard it here. We're not going to let our Bears hide behind that this is just a first-year offense and they've got to grow into it.
0: And you know what? I don't want to... I don't want the Flacco effect either. If Trubisky goes out and wins, you know, I don't, he has that. I think as a quarterback, you have to have a good consistent, you know, you can have a mediocre regular season. And then if you go into the playoffs and you have a great season and win a Super Bowl. know. I know I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself here. I know. But with Trubisky, I'm saying I'm not high on him. Okay. I'm not, I'm worried about him. I don't think he had enough game time in college, but I don't want the Flacco effect, where if he does do good, then we're it's Jay Cutler all over again. We're locked in hundred million dollar. Well, who knows by then? The way this league's going with money, we you know he. I don't want him to eat up all our salary cap, and at the same time, I don't want to sit here and just keep waiting on him. Yeah, I don't want to wait and wait and wait and wait. So how many years? My question to you is: How many years before you say this doesn't work? we need a quarterback.
1: I believe at the end of this year, if we don't see vast improvement in his reads, in his decision-making, in his ability to hit people with the long ball, we can't win just throwing all the short stuff underneath coverages. We've got to hit the long ball. We've got to move defenses back. And if we don't see that stuff by the end of the year, I think the writing is on the wall and we may not We may have to look at another quarterback. I'm hoping that's not true, but like you, I was sick and tired of spending millions and millions of dollars on a quarterback, a previous quarterback that just never panned out. And every year we would hear how next year is going to be different. I think our Chicago brethren would say, We're tired of next year. We want to win now. We want now. Hey, by the way, I, I do need to ask you, speaking of Trubisky, what do you think of the tight end matchups that are coming Sunday
0: night? I think that we need to have someone on Jimmy Graham constantly who can defend Jimmy Graham. But I also would like to bump Jimmy Graham off the line. I think you need he needs to get hit because he can't block. Yeah, that's the reason he can't block. So if he's in, that kind of tips the hat what they're doing. And hell, if they do want to run with him, that fine. But I think one of the Packers' weak- weaknesses is they like to they they like to uh, throw a lot. So we need to get hits on the quarterback and not even hits. I, you know, we do need to get hits, but we need pressure. We yeah. need pressure. So yeah. I hear a
1: lot of people saying, you know, now that Rodgers has Jimmy Graham, that he's going to put up these fantastic numbers. But historically, if you look at Rodgers and how often he throws to the tight end, Rodgers hasn't really used tight ends that much in his offense. And so some of this, how much of this, Tyler, do you think is just Packer hype?
0: I don't – because with Jimmy Graham, he's not really a tight end. He's a wide receiver. And they're going to line him out as a wide receiver. You're going to see fades of the corner with him all year. That's why you can say, well, Rodgers doesn't use a tight end, blah, 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 blah. Well, what's the difference between a tight end lined up and a tight end or a tight end lined up as a wide receiver? There's not. What I'm saying is they're going to line him up all over the field. So his position is tight end. But if he's playing wide receiver, he's a wide receiver. But they're going to still claim it as a tight end, and that's fine. But I'm a little afraid of Jimmy Graham, but I'm not terrified. But we need to be physical with him. He's not a physical player. He is when he has the ball. Jimmy Graham's very physical with the ball. Without the ball, he's a wuss. Hey, could you speak to the other side of the equation? How
1: about Trey Burton, Trey Boo Boo? How's he going to do this year?
0: Well, first off, I'm not calling him Trey Boo Boo or even going to step foot in the Trey Boo Boo area. I'm just going to go with Burton on this one. Uh, undersized. Uh, hopefully he can block. And we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. I Like I said, this this whole thing is just... What do you think of the hype that
1: Nagy always uses his tight ends and he's going to be uh, uh, you know, another Travis Kelsey kind of thing?
0: Uh, We'll see. Travis Kelsey's a, I don't know. I think they're totally
1: different players, don't you?
0: Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know enough about Trey Burton other than the Philly special. That's all I know about Trey Burton. Who is Trey Burton? Where has Trey Burton been? Behind Zach Ertz? That's all I know. So we know he could throw the ball to Nick Foles, right? Yeah, that's it. All right. I Case closed. With with that being said, I think uh, I think we're gonna wrap it up. I think that's it. Uh, that's our thoughts on the game. Uh, what we're gonna try to do is each game we are going to, like I said, watch the game and then right after the game. So we're gonna have reactions. We're gonna have disappointments. We're gonna, you know, you are getting the adrenaline in this podcast. This is what you know. We're gonna have a few. Bowls of chili in our belly, a few beers flowing through our veins, and just the adrenaline of watching the game. And then we're going to sit here in front of these microphones and tell you what we think and where we can go wrong, where we can go wrong, where we can go right, where we need to improve, what went wrong. And uh, that's what we're going to do each week. You're going to get 100% bear fan analysis and reaction. So... um with that being said, uh, make sure if you have any questions, go to uh, Twitter, hashtag it BearReview, and we will have a segment where we answer your questions and tell you what what we think as just a father-son team that have been watching the Bears for years. So we, We'd love to hear from you. Get what you think. With that being said, we're going to wrap this up. That's all for this time on the Bears Review. Thanks for joining me, Dan. You too, Ty. Bye now, folks. We'll see you later.